Salutations, everybody. This is uh, Kevin, a podcast for me. A podcast for myself, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, K-Dog, also known as Kevin, also known as Lover of Peace and Tranquility. Coming to you uh, a little bit late. Um, I recorded some of this podcast on the 14th. Tried to meet my quota, didn't make it. But I got this, I took Tuesday off just for, you know, funsies. I didn't feel like going to work. So I decided uh, to finish the podcast up and post it And on this October the 15th, 16th? 16th, yeah. Let's talk about what's going on since last podcast. Let's see here. Um, been working out every day. Try to do my, every 45 minutes I do something. I'm going to do this whole eight count. Eight minute abs or something like that. I'm gonna try to do that for thirty days straight. See what's up. Hopefully, I get abs. <laughs> I do sixty. I do sixty sit ups now, uh, all the time, every day, except for the weekends. I do fifty like normal sit ups, and then I do like these these side sit ups. And now I do these push ups where I like kick to my side. But enough about me working out. That's kind of weird, right? <laughs> But hey, that's that's the ABCs of me. Let's talk about work. What's going on in work? Yeah, a lot of flu season's hitting, so we got a lot of people coming in with flu. We have this test called the uh, uh, flu test, and it has uh, two things: A and B, flu A and B. And I guess, and I'm guessing that all the variations of flu have been, you know, segregated to A or B. Because um, I remember when swine flu came out, they called it H1. N1 or H131 or something like that. And they didn't call it A or B. So I'm thinking all the flus are in one or the other. Uh, I think my wife and kid got the flu last year. I didn't get it because I'm alpha like that. Hmm. I created a hashtag called Beta Jelly. <laughs> and what a Beta Jelly is, is um, I guess there's a jellyfish out there. It's huge. And the females are small, and what it does is uh, there's a jellyfish that is within the same species, and what he would do is look like one of the girls and uh, impregnate the girls because he's like one of them, you know. And so I call that a beta jelly because the alpha is the bigger one. He's trying to do all, do what he's normally doing, getting all the ladies, and the other guy's pretending to be a lady and then gets with them. And you're like, what does that even mean? Well, I call men beta jellies because there's, I get, I guess, I get when women hate men, I you can't blame them sometimes, you know, because sometimes we just suck. <laughs> it's true, you know, we do a lot of awesome things, but we do a lot of shitty things too. So, I mean, it just happens. And, um, but when it gets to a point where you're like, fuck men, they're stupid, uh, and you say that around girls so that you can kind of try to get with them. I call that a beta jelly. I call you guy who's trying to get with them girls. So you got your alpha. He's walking around. And then you got your beta jelly. Yeah, fuck that guy. He's a beta. He's a he's fucking alpha chimp. You know, what the fuck? Fuck him. And then they, uh, then you go, yeah, right, ladies? No, come on. Can I put my dick in you? <laughs> but the th- difference between the beta jelly in real life and the beta jelly that I'm calling a person is that the beta jelly is actually doing it. <laughs> you know, probably. I don't think that guy who's like, men suck. And uh, what was the other part? Um, men men always believe in the girl over the men, you know, when it comes to rape or some shit like that. 
you know, I always I always consider those guys beta beta jellies because they're they're not saying that shit because they feel like it's right. And maybe there is, maybe there is, but I highly doubt it. Most times, those guys are just trying to get laid by other girls, and they feel like this is their, their this is their in. They're like overdoing it, you know. Because I mean, I, as a guy, you don't want to be put in a position where someone says you raped somebody without proof. You know, I mean that's pretty fucking scary, you know. And uh, that's where we are in our society in 2018. Um, hmm. Let's see here: work, school. See, kids doing all right. Um, I don't really talk about my kid much, do I? Neither do I talk about my wife. Uh, my wife, she's got that uh, blood clot, and she's been taking that uh, blood thinner. And you put blood thinner plus menstrual period, and it's a bad day. So hopefully we can get that fixed out. Uh, uh, there's not much literature on it, you know. Um, I noticed that on my, um, SoundCloud, there was this Japanese dude who, uh, liked one of my, uh, podcasts and shout out to you guy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, wow, he's, he's listening. He was listening to the thought process. Ocast, And I had to listen to that to say, what the fuck was that podcast about? Cause I kind of forget these things after a while. And that podcast was about, um, the, the thought processes of people. Now, as opposed to like, you know, um, stealing was it? No, not stealing. What the fuck was that a podcast about? Oh yeah, you know when you're you're shitting on the left, you're like you know, they started doing the thing where they're like, white people should sit in the back of the bus kind of thing. You know they haven't done that yet. Give it time, but you know they're shitting on the white man. You know, <laughs> fuck him. Put him in the back of the bus. He can never be. You can never be racist to a white man. That kind of bullshit. That thought process of demonizing a a uh, type of person. That's a thought process, and that needs to go away. Not repeated. But now on the other side, you know, back in the day, you're like, black people should sit in the back of the bus. Fast forward now, now you want white people to sit in the back of the bus. Metaphorically, I mean, this time it's not real. And then they, the bitching and moaning is like, oh, because, you know, they had it so good and shit. In reality, we're all in the same boat. You know, we all want to have land. We all want to have it good. And the problem with that is... They're not teaching the fa- the reality of things. For someone to have something, the other person has to have nothing. I mean, that's just the ABCs. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there should be a conversation like, hey, look, wh- what do you guys want? Everyone to have an okay life or some people to have a really bomb-ass life and some people have real shitty life? Hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure if you have an honest conversation about that, the results would be surprising. I think in my mind, if you have a majority of people, you ask them that question, I think the majority would be wanting everyone to have an okay life, you know. Doesn't necessarily make it right. I I think you should have the ability to rise and fall at will. And with that comes some people that fail. They just do. Hmm. This should be more attuned for riff section, but couldn't help it. Um, 
well, that's that's it for my week. You know, my wife, kid, dog. Dog gets into shit. Ugh. Fucking <laughs> dog bites everything. He has these talons that cut through. They're like scimitars. Um... All right. If uh, you guys ever want to reach me or talk to me or anything like that, I'm at the Twitter. I'm on the K Dog uh, podcast for me, F O R me. You can Google it. Um, I'm on the Facebook, same name, and then I'm also on the um, Facebook, Twitter. Oh, you email me at podcastforme at gmail dot com. I will address anything that comes my way. You want to argue, we can argue. You want to talk about things, we can talk about some things. Mm. All right, that's it for now. Let's get into some news. News. Gotta get your news. All right, let's do some news, guys. So, let's see here. All right, here we go. Let's read this shit. Tell, you know what? The news is weird uh, recently. Looks like it's, uh, <clears throat> most times it's most left-leaning. Now it's like weird. It's kind of like you, you would think it's right-leaning until you click on the article and it somehow trashes the right in some way. And that's a weird kind of thing. I don't know what to say about that. Um, <clears throat> well, I, I might figure out what I meant by that as I'm talking, because that's that was the vibe I was getting as I was reading the today's news. Uh, televangelist Joel Alstein refuses to be alone with women who aren't his wife. Now, I read this article, and he says that his dad used to do it and all that. And um, a little bit about Joel Alstein. He's a one of them religious dudes who has like a cult of, you know, millions of people or thousands of people and he gets them to donate money so he'd be rich uh for god of course you know and um i don't know if it's intentional or not but it i mean i guess if the church is doing well then you're doing well that's the thought process so by him doing well you're doing well just this seems like a scam to me but whatever he says he, he ain't gonna be around women without um without another person present or some shit like that, right? And, <clears throat> you know, I have to say, that's pretty smart. <laughs> I mean, if you're making a shit ton of money and you have a cult following, I mean, it begs the question, what, what else are you doing? You know, he probably could get other girls, fuck them on the side, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah. Now, when he said that... I don't think necessarily that's 100% true, but I bet for the most part it is. And this is just a, a statement someone would say in direct opposition to the hashtag MeToo movement. You know, the whole when women say, this guy did this to me, um, you know, yeah, me too, you know. And he's doing the opposition of that. You know, yeah, man, I'm afraid of getting accused, you know, fucking. He's right, though, in a way. And this is one of those muddy areas in our time where we're, we're, we're like, we've we've really walked away from common sense. We've, we, I, I blame social justice in, in, in a way, but, you know, it's people, evolu it's, it's social evolution, I guess. So you have one aspect of um, a cause, like hashtag me too representing women who've been uh, assaulted or you know raped or whatever you know in that kind of way you know, because uh, a person's in a place of power you know your boss bob starts touching your ass that kind of shit which is a valid thing that does happen 
Joel seems on the other side of that coin where he thinks that people could accuse him of doing said thing. That happens too. And what happens when you put something out... Right now, we're, there's a wave going on, the hashtag me too. You accuse, that person's dead. You know, socially, that kind of thing. Ostracized. Say we're a village of 100 people. You could have a woman say, this guy did this. And the wave of what we're doing now is like, let's banish him from the village. You know, and then, you know, back in the day, that would mean death. You know, but, you know, you got to... You got to bring it back a little, you know, we're in society now. Yeah, you could say, hey, yeah, this guy did this. And then as a society, we, we shun him. You know, not that bad of a deal, though, being shunned, you know, when you're making millions of dollars. But when when a guy higher up gets this kind of shit, then a person on the lower level, it's worse for them. See, he's rich. You know, he gets shunned. That dude, you know, he's still rich. You got a guy, average Joe, working at a McDonald's. He gets, he gets that nonsense. He's fucking done. He doesn't work. He's poor. And that's these are two valid things, though. Women do work, and and women do get assailed by you know a boss or some shit like that. That probably does happen. I mean, I, I'm not denying that. But then this guy comes out and says this shit in opposition to that. Without, I, he probably doesn't mean to, but he probably does. He says this shit and it becomes a thing in which it's like, oh yeah, you because of you, you're attacking the hashtag me too. You know. It sucks because I mean that does happen. People do get falsely accused and people do get molested. And it becomes a thing in which, you know, you can't have one without the other for some unknown reason. We can't have the thought as in you can get molested. And you can also be lying. You know, we can't have that. You know, not the same person, but I'm saying person like Bob says he didn't do anything. We have to uh, do have due process, right? Shouldn't we do that? No, we're walking away from that. We're like, no, because of, you know, odds are guy probably did do that kind of shit. And it is true. This day and age, I mean, men are still the aggressor in these kinds of issues. And some men who attack these kinds of thought processes like, you know, men have rights too and I don't know. What else? What are, what are the Men get raped too, that kind of thing. And commonly, I mean, who's raping the guy? Other men. <laughs> so men really do, do do things. And that it's like a conversation that was never had out in the public just you know in certain corners of society but men are aggressive men would do something like that as opposed to women women do other things too so maybe if we could just air out what men do we can air out what women do i mean women do things too that are just as bad as dudes you know (laughs) not just as bad i shouldn't say that because you know sexual assault that's that's like the highest right women do bad things too but it's a way that's just me trying to quantify that you know because uh, i'm unilaterally making a decision hey yeah uh rape's bad you know (laughs) as opposed to a woman um threatening a guy i mean if you had to pick the two of the evils i mean i think rape's the worst i mean getting your life ruined is pretty bad Uh, i'd rather not have either and that's why our society needs to have that conversation about that and make sure that 
neither evils happen. So you're not putting a choice like we are now where you're choosing... What's up, Max? Or we're choosing... Get off me. Where we're choosing, oh, because I believe the guy, I don't believe all women. Or, oh, because I believe the woman, I don't believe the guy. It should be just a, a court system, especially in 2018. We have cell phones everywhere. And then cameras and people and twitter and an age where somebody can fart and you, you will know about it 100 miles away that that's something to be known <sighs> let's see here what we got here in other news we got hash, uh, men as real oh, men as the real victims after Kavanaugh, wait, what? Men as the real victims? Oh, question mark. Men as the real victims after Kavanaugh, hashtag him too gains attention. Now this seems like you know this is a hey, taking my slipper. Oh, you think I noticed? I saw that. Dog wants to chew shit. Bye. Men as real victims after Kavanaugh, him too gains attention so this seems like oh yeah we're trying to get sympathy for the right but yet again we're put in a position where you get to pick between men and women and that's what we got so hashtag him too would be the opposite of hashtag me too yeah so i guess like him too meaning you've been accused and you've been falsely accused i have to say I, i think although false accusations do exist I don't think that it's happening as much as people sexually assaulting, uh, sexually assaulting, and um, accosting women. You know, I, I don't. It's a lot to accuse a person, and then it's very flippant when I guess guys cross that line. They just don't care, obviously, because I like if you ever talk to any girl that you know, they got a story. You talk to a guy about being falsely accused, that can't be a lot of guys. I mean, I don't, I don't I have a lot of friends. I don't I'm really I don't really see them doing that. I got I got to get my dog off me. Freaking dog coming at me, putting mud on me. Ugh. It's been raining. It's got mud all over me. So, where was I? Cabin off. Yeah. This shit right here is I don't know. I think it may be harming a cause like that just by announcing it. So right now people are prevalently saying, hey, you know, I got molested by this dude and yada, yada, yada. So hashtag me too. And now you got this other side of the fence. Hey, I was falsely accused. But that's not like a thing that happens a lot. Um, Both situations are pretty shitty, but I, I think in the climate now putting out there hashtag him too is i don't know it's like you're making fun of an actual thing that's like legit you know <laughs> it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too it's it's a weird thing so yeah got your hashtag me too and that's a thing in which you know you're trying to protect women and that shit happens you know and then of course there's some people that take it too far you know but that's not everybody it's probably like out of a hundred, maybe one or two, you know, out of a thousand, maybe you're 10 or 20, you know? So prevalently, that's a legit thing. The hashtag him too, though, 
I mean, that that can't be really happening that much. That's like police killing black people. They're not really killing that many black people. It does happen, but it's not like the biggest fucking amount of people ever. Same thing with this whole hashtag him too. It does happen. I mean, don't get it twisted. That shit does happen, but it's not happening as much as like the hashtag me too. <sighs> but they should like... They should, I don't know, should they articulate that? It's a valid reason to articulate something. But at this time, it's like going to a funeral and saying the guy who died is a piece of shit. You know, right now we're, we're in a mourning phase, you know. You can't do as much as you wanted to, I guess. I mean, you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself kind of thing. The hashtag me too is strong. I think, if anything, we should emphasize proof. So instead of, like, hashtag me too or hashtag uh, him too, it should be hashtag proof too or something like that. That's what it should be. Because, I mean, like, that's the only thing that will get, that'll get out of that, you know. Man, I don't know. I, I do tend to think that if a girl accuses a guy, it's usually true. This whole Kavanaugh thing was a debacle, though. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. He hasn't sued, so I think he did do that. <laughs> but the timing and everything, that made it kind of weird. And then you're put on the position to defend a guy who probably did do something like that. Weird. All right, let's, just, let's lighten it up here. In other news, the podcast Line Town is being adapted by Facebook with Jessica Beale. So this is every podcaster's dream, to create a podcast in which a movie is made or a TV 10-episode show, uh, or a TV show is made out of your podcast. Not really. That's not a dream of mine at all. <laughs> I, I never even thought that was a possibility. Usually when you're doing the podcast, well, for me, I always thought it was just getting my ideas out there, having a record of the times, you know, just getting it out there. Yeah. I wish it was like an infinite thing, though, because like as long as I'm paying the SoundCloud, I'm able to keep uploading my shit, you know. Eventually, I won't be able to pay that, and my shit won't be there anymore. Well, maybe. I don't know. It's the way the system's set. Well, I, I guess Town is a mystery th thriller podcast. And it's a thing in which, I don't know, they just... A journalist, a journalist for American Public Radio who seeks to unravel the mystery behind the disappearance of more than 300 people at a neuroscience research facility in Tennessee. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. This has enticed me to listen to this podcast. And Facebook is the one who's making this TV show. That's news onto itself. A TV show on a podcast, that's amazing. You know, I think Kevin Smith made a movie off of his podcast, you know, and now you got Facebook making movies or TV shows. It's crazy. I didn't even know that was a thing. I don't when I think of Facebook, I don't think of watching movies. I, then again, who who knows, man? YouTube's a thing. You know, who, who would have thought YouTube would be a thing? I might actually listen to this podcast. I got so much on my plate, though. I don't see I don't see myself listening. I barely do the things I want to do. <clears throat> Just got rid of a tab. I don't even know what it was. All right, here we go. 
bodies of 11 babies found in ceiling of former funeral home. Now, that sounds pretty morbid, and I usually try to stay away from the morbid shit. But it's a funeral home, so it's... I think... <laughs> at first, when I read the headline, it was bodies found in a... In, in a um, in a cabinet or something like that. And uh, and I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. And uh, I guess turns out they just were stacking baby, dead babies in, in a, like, a, like a ceiling area. And as it turns out, I think it's um, – I, I don't know if it's about money. I think it's laziness. They, It's a funeral home. They get people and they got to uh, – they got to cremate them or whatever, and I think they were just stowing them in there until it's time to, you know, put them in ash. So they were saving money doing that. It's just crazy, you know, <laughs> that they were doing that. That's just a ghetto funeral home. That's all that was. But they put the headline as baby bodies of eleven babies found in the ceiling. You know, you're like, what the fuck? What's going on over there? What are they doing? Are they murderers? Nah, they just have dead bodies. It's, they're just lazy. <laughs> That's that. That's news in our time. Laziness, old time. That should be our real enemy. Laziness. It is a powerful thing. So, Avengers Four finished up with their um, their movie. So it's like the sequel to Infinity War, which is like a great movie unto itself. And um, it looks like we're gonna have a bad guy. They're thinking. They're thinking the movie's gonna be called. Avengers 4, Annihilation. And they're thinking that Annihilus will be the main bad guy. And a little tidbit about Annihilus is an overpowered bad dude from another dimension. And he has like... It's weird. He has normal powers, but he also has... Like, not normal powers. He's got superhero, superhuman strength. He's able to breathe the vacuum of empty space. And he has wings that can carry him up to speeds 150 miles per hour. He also has got this one, has powers. He's just overpowered. That's all he is. And well, the cool thing about uh, the Avengers movies is they um, they depower these guys, making them more okay characters, you know. So maybe that character will have more validity to him in a movie. So that'd be pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. What am I at? The Pope defrocks two Chilean bishops accused of sex abuse. So this is what I think this new story is. Whatever on the 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 Pope, you know, getting rid of two of their um, their uh, priests from Chil Chile, I guess. I think that's more of a. Oh, that's even worse though. That, that's insulting. I mean, <laughs> it says defrocked, you know, and. I thought that meant he got rid of them, like they fired him. But it's more of a thing in which you just lessened his his stance. So if he was a bishop, I, I, whatever the level down from bishop is, uh, why do we do it? Accused of sexually abusing minors. Oof, that's rough. You know the church does that shit. They probably did do that. I think they're trying to make it look like they're doing something. But, I mean, if you think they fucking did that, why don't you fire them? Then again, I guess they don't have any proof. That's why they just defrocked them. 
I don't even think they should have did anything. If you can't prove it, then you shouldn't do anything. But if you can prove it, then you should. Defrocking seems more of a punch in the face. And they're for Ch- Chilean, you know? So it's like, oh, yeah, they don't know us. I'm pretty sure that they did do some shit. And they had some... Uh, the reason why the, the, the church doesn't attack more of these child molesters is because they don't want to implicate themselves for cover-up. So you get Steve from Illinois, and he's been covered up a couple times. You fire him, you'll burn your world down. He'd be like, yeah, well, they try to help me. So they can only get people who can't lead back to them. So they go for Chili. <laughs> but they just defrock him, so that's kind of weird. I don't know. It's like if if a guy went and hit my son, I go up to him, and I go, you're a bad man, instead of beating the living shit out of him. And that's that's what it feels like. I mean, you go rape a kid, you should be fucking excommunicado from not being tortured. You know, you just be tortured for the rest of your life. Uh, why Donald Trump will likely win a second term as president? Now, this article was written by Benjamin Waddell of the Huffington Post. And at first, I read this, I was like, hmm. Seems like one of those right-leaning articles. It doesn't make sense. But then you read it, and it is kind of left-leaning. But, you know, I have to say it's a well-written article. It gets into details about um, migration and shit like that. So, like, usually when it comes to um, voting, you have the electoral college, electoral college, and um, it's it's more of like... um, it's not about how many people are in that state. It's about how many points that state has. So if you win that state, then you're good. So it's not about how many people vote. It's about how many states vote for a president. So, and this is done because people leave certain states so they have less people. So they don't have as much voting power. So say Missouri versus California in voting, we have more people, obviously. So whatever we say kind of goes. So that galvanizes you into going more over here. Uh, well, I guess your voice would be heard more than, say, Missouri. I don't know. I, I still don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was all people for people, California would always win over Missouri because it's a smaller uh, state. Hmm, let me think about that. So the uh, electoral college makes it so Missouri has almost the same amount of power as California. They have less people, but their vote matters. If if they didn't have as many people, their vote wouldn't matter as much. So, hmm, yeah. I guess I guess I could see that. I'm thinking if people just like if you okay, so say you gave a shit, right? So you live in California, there's lots of you and you, your vote really doesn't matter because there's so many of you. What makes you want to go to Missouri to vote? Your vote would have more validity there. You're still a person. I don't know why the vote why has it got to be the states? Why can't it be a person for person vote? I don't get that. I'm really thinking about it. And I, I, I know that it's a thing in which some people can't get information, but it's 2018. I mean, if you just wanted to, you can get people information. I mean, that's not a thing anymore. We've passed the information era. Now everybody has it. Well, anyways, this article goes deeply into what the fuck is going on with this whole electoral college and why 
uh, Trump's going to win. And basically, it's a snide against those those fucking racist states. See, <laughs> well, <laughs> some of the states that uh, Trump won, those swing states and everything, are, are fucking people. Because each state votes a certain way all the time, no matter what, because of how many people. So California is always a blue state, you know, and you got your... Uh, other states that are either red or blue. I, I, I really don't know. I just know California is usually blue. So when I vote, no matter what I vote, if I go Republican, my, my fucking state wins and, and goes blue. It always does that, no matter what. My vote really means nothing. It's always going to be blue. But you got these swing states, these states that go either or. And that's because, I don't know, they have a equal amount of uh, Republicans and Democrats, I guess. So if he... If Trump campaigns and runs in those and wins those states, he'll win. So what this article implies is because they're fucking racist and they have too many white guys in those states, and therefore he's gonna win. Which is pretty cool because he's right in a way. Um, it's more about black people leaving those states and going to more, I guess, more I don't know, socially inept. Uh, states, you know, like California loves black people. It's not, it's not that bad, you know. But then you got, I don't know, Kentucky or whatever. Fuck, I don't know. But uh, <coughs> uh, so all the all these uh, Democrats are leaving these states, you know. So those states, which happen to be uh, swing states or whatever, are left with a bunch of racists, <laughs> and that's how he's gonna win. Uh. They're say, and they're all saying that it's a racist system. It's rooted in racism. I don't know. I think um, we should abandon electoral college and it just be people voting on their phones or something like that or an app or online or something like that because it should be a person-for-person person vote. It shouldn't be like Missouri or Kentucky or Texas that decides the fate of the president it should be how many people if they all like a certain person you know we don't need a guy on a horse to go ride into washington to speak for us we can speak for ourselves so yeah i don't i don't i don't know why our voting system is the way it is it's for some unknown reason whenever something old happens it has to be that way and it's and that's it like we're never going back <sighs> I'm surprised we, we got this far. Well, but you know, the world is changing. Society does change. I always feel for the worse, but it could be for the better. Who knows? Well, I'll know if pedophilia is okay. That's how you know you're fucked. <laughs> Once they lower the age of consensual sex, you know, that's how it gets real shitty. If anything, they should raise it. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see here. Where, where is this? Post Kanye. Uh, Trump says we're going to get the African-American vote. Okay, so Kanye's been doing this thing lately in the last couple weeks where he's like, Trump's the best, and I love Trump, and this, that, what have you. And it feels like he's doing that to sell more records, but that doesn't make sense, man. Kanye's super rich. That guy, like, fucking spits money. So what is he doing trying to get with Trump? I don't know. I wish he was on a podcast. Then I would know more. Kanye is more of an enigma than anything. You either love him or hate him. You know, I think he's a genius myself. But then he does his thing with Trump, and that's kind of weird. 
He's eccentric. He says things he shouldn't say right off the bat. People aren't ready. You know, you're first through the door, but that's who he is. He's saying he's going to get the African-American vote. I don't know if he's going to get that. I don't know, man. Are black people really hating Trump? The only black people I see hating Trump are the rich ones that are on TV. Not like ghetto black people. Hmm. So I don't know. There's something to be said there. I wonder if that's a demographic. We'll never know. Even though the demographics should be reported, there never are. Uh, Netflix cancels Iron Fist, but it may continue on Disney's streaming service. Good. You know, Iron Fist is terrible. Like, if you ever watched it, uh, the first season was okay. The second season is still okay. I don't know. It's boring, too, like drags. They don't know how to make riveting stories. They got the action down part, but they don't know how to make good stories. You got the characters. You're good. You don't need to follow the comics. The comic is pretty shitty, too. You don't need the the immortal Iron Fist. What you need is someone who's outside of comics to write a good story. Give them fucking... The, the the taglines and go make him make make a story. You got a guy with an iron fist. How did he get it? He punched dragon in the heart. And then you take some fucking guy who's never even read a comic book and have him write that story. Cause the story, I don't know, drags the fuck on. <laughs> it just does. It introduces these characters and builds them up. And um, I guess that's okay. But you know, you got to show about the iron fist. The only character really you should be building up is the main character. And maybe the supporting characters, not introduce characters and make them supporting characters. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. It is pretty boring, though. Uh, let's see here. What's this news story here? Melania Trump reveals why she wore I really don't care jacket. So back a couple months or maybe three months ago, uh, they're doing the thing that they've been doing forever where they're separating uh, Mexican children from their families because they would, you know. So you're you're crossing the border with your children and they fucking get you. You, you do cross illegally. And uh, there you got the children. And through a, not a hiccup, but through a loophole, um, you can't be, you can't go to jail with your parents uh, because they did a crime. It doesn't make sense. So the loophole is they got to be separated. So the children are put in other other um, prisons, you know. Some are cages, <laughs> and that's a thing, and some aren't. You know, they're probably getting a better deal. Real- realistically, they're probably getting a better deal than they were in Mexico. I mean, if truly their lives sucked in Mexico – being in a cage in America, getting food and being taught stuff and people paying attention to you has to be better, right? I mean, why why did you leave Mexico, you know? I mean, this is the elephant in the room. I don't know why, you know, you got to go one direction or not. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, man, fucking free all the Mexicans or, oh, man, forget all those Mexicans. I am on the stance of, like, let them in. Who cares? I don't, I don't care. It doesn't affect me. Maybe it affects the greater scheme of things. Does it really? I don't know. Like to this day, I don't think I, I've ever been given enough information to say, oh, yeah, man, the Mexicans crossing over illegally or bad or good. It just doesn't matter. Does it drive the prices of things down? I guess. I mean, like, I don't want to pick out oranges. That's hard work. 
But say they get a social security card to become electricians and things like that, and they'll take the job for less money. I've seen that, you know. You got the $20 hour guy, and then you got the hungry dude, and he, he'll take it for 14 bucks, driving that, 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 that job down. You know, I've seen that. But is that a... Is that a reason to not have Mexicans in America? I don't, I don't know, man. Fuck. I say make the process easier. If they're willing to cross a fucking desert, why don't you vet them and see if they're cool? But anyways, this is neither here nor there. They've always been doing that, though, separating the children from the from the people that go into these internment camps. That's always been a thing. It's not just Trump. It's always been that way because you can't arrest fucking the parent and the kid because the kid didn't do anything, you know? I mean, all they did was be with the parent. So that that's the only reason why these kids were separated from their parents, right? So so this shit gets all crazy because it's a thing in which not it's not sending kids in jail or anything. It's separating them from the parents, and everyone got all fucking pissed. And I agree. That's pretty bad, you know, separating your kids from your parent. That's demonic in a way. But at the same time, I mean... Is it okay to arrest them? And then the Republicans, they think this is what's going to happen. <clears throat> they want them to be let go. I mean, if that's your fucking argument, why don't you let them go back into Mexico? Just take them into a bus. Why, why is that such a fucking hard thing? I don't get it. They paid two grand to, or, 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 um, drug dealing like or something like that. Like as in I'll work for you for 20 years so I can be here life debt or whatever. I get that. Fuck it. They they did that. Cool. Take them back to Mexico if that's the case. Why do you got to cage them up and waste resources? It doesn't it doesn't make sense what we do. If you want to do something, fucking do it. You want to you want to keep Mexicans here? Keep them. Fucking make it easy for them to stay. That's cool. I'm cool with that. I got Mexican friends. I love them to death and let them stay. But say you want to be the bad guy and you want to kick them out. Okay, let's do that too. If you want if you want to go this go either or, not this halfway bullshit. It seems to be like you could vet them. You're a Democrat. Democrat, you you're all about Mexicans and legals, whatever. So if you truly believe that, have them stay. If you're a Republican, you're all about conservative ways, you need them to get the fuck out of the country, so be it. If you want to take that stance, fucking do it then. Put them in buses and go. It's actually easier to get rid of them, I think, right? You put them in a bus and you drive to Mexico. They have to cross within a, a level of near Mexico. They have to cross where they can get across. So it's not like they're far away. So you, when you catch them, and you do... It, fucking take a bus and take them back in there there you're done mission complete what what did you do wrong no instead we have this weird bullshit thing where we keep them detained now we keep them detained with their kid their parents and their kids are all in cages that's fucked up so it becomes a political debate so there you have something to fucking bitch about both republicans and democrats republicans are like uh, kick them back democrats are like keep them here but then that's how you win, like people. It's a manipulative thing. That's all they're doing. The Republicans don't give a shit, and the Democrats don't give a shit. There's probably like one or two, but they don't really give a shit. If they really did, they can enact an actual change. Take them back. It's not hard, is it? Oh, I caught a Mexican. Okay, let's take them back. Drive fucking two... <laughs> 
1,100 miles or whatever the fuck, however long it takes you, just drive them back. It takes you a day, so be it. It'll take them a while to reaccumulate resources to cross over again. I mean, just that's all you have to do. It's okay, if you want to keep them then, if you want it to be a thing, then fucking make it easy. Do some kind of a background check and keep them. Uh, fuck. You, just, you guys are just like doing these nefarious things to... I don't know when the people you create they create these problems to to have voters. That's what it looks like to me. I don't. I could be wrong, but it looks like you're you're perpetuating a, a problem so you can get more Republicans or Democrats to whatever cause just by keeping them in limbo. You know, uh, those are my thoughts on that. Oh, well, I, I strayed off, but Melania, Melania Trump wears this fucking jacket, says, I really don't care, as she's about to go to one of those internment camps. Now, what the fuck, guy? You, lady, I mean, what the fuck? I don't really care. And then she's trying to explain it, which is months later. And this is what the, the puzzling thing is. I want to show them I don't care, Trump said. You, crit you criticize whatever you want to say, but it will not stop me. I do what I feel is right. It was a kind of message, yes, she added. I would prefer that they would fo focus on what I do and on my initiatives than what I wear. She clarifies. It's obviously I didn't wear the jacket for the children, she said. I, wrote, I wore the jacket to go on the plane and off the plane. That is the stu... It's a jacket. There's no hidden messages. You're the fucking dumbest fucking thing on earth. I mean, you were fucking Jack that says, I really don't care as you're going to see these kids. And the, you need to be, you have to be plugged in at this point. When that shit was going down, where the children were being separated from the parents at a prison or a cage or whatever the fuck, these kids were fucking crying. It was terrible. And, and at the heat of that, at the height of that, you wear a jacket saying, I don't really care, do you? And then, I mean, what the fuck was the point of that? I mean, I can tell you what happened when she did wear it. Fucking people were pissed. People hated them even more. And then what were you trying to do? Get more racist on your cause? That's all that was. And then fast forward three months later, it's a thing in which it's like, you know, I just wore it just to wore it. It had nothing to do with the kids. I don't know. I think they do these things to confuse the public. It, it makes them mad, and if anything, it would make them more madder. I, I don't know, man. It's, the shit that they pulled, I don't know what they're trying to do. Like, it, it was a, it, this wasn't a her thing. I don't think this is a her thing. I don't think Melania Trump had two cents in her head to say, you know what, I want to wear this fucking jacket, you know. I mean, that jacket, until, until that day, I've never seen. I've never seen that jacket. So... I mean, someone must have told her, some committee or something like that. And I don't think Trump was the one, you know what you should wear? Is that, see, I don't know Trump. Maybe he's a genius at that level. But no, this seems like some, some nefarious shit. A group of people, a cabal, was like, you know what? We're going to have her wear this jacket so she could just piss off everybody. Or maybe this was a, a Trump thing. Trump's like, fuck everyone. I want you to wear this jacket. It'll piss everyone off. This shit confuses me. I, I mean... It's hard to, I wish someone like me knew more of stuff 
and could explain to me why the fuck would you wear that jacket as you're going to an internment camp or whatever. Keep calling it that. Because if I talk to a Republican, they'll say, they'll repeat the jargon John, Donald Trump is saying. But if I, if I talk to a Democrat, they're going to say, no, she doesn't care about children. I'm, I'm like, I highly doubt that. Maybe, I don't know. You know, when you're poor, you become more callous. You know, she comes from fucking a poor city and she grew up poor. So she knows what worth is. I, I bet money she does. So your feelings on poor is, you know, not as... You have a different perspective. Like, for instance, I grew up poor. Let me tell you poor. Take, and go into a, a, a store and look at, a, like, a Top Ramen, right? Or a Manchurian, those little soups that you get five for a dollar, maybe ten for a dollar if you're lucky. I used to eat a corner of that. Just a corner, like, cut it into four corners. It's, like, the size of, I don't know, maybe a silver dollar. Just a quarter of it. And that would be my meal. That would be my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I would stretch that out, those three quarters. That's poor. I used to have roach-infested place. Uh, no heater, no AC. Always fucking poor. Barely ate. There's days I didn't eat. I used to eat trash. So I have a bit of... I, I have perspective when it comes to being poor. And when I see people begging for money, I think to myself... You know, it sucks that that's happening, but they can get out of that. They just need to learn how. And I also have empathy. Like, I'm like, oh, that person's obviously crazy. It's never going to get better for that person, no matter what you do. You can spend your whole life trying to fix that one person, and that'd be it. You'd just be spending your whole life just helping that one person. And that's my perspective on things. Because, you know, I came from being poor, and that's how I see things. It's callous, I know, but, I mean, you become numb. When you're poor, you just... You don't know what to do. You just survive it. And then when you get out of the muck, you're kind of, you look back on it, you're like, I, I made it. You know? And that's what she probably did. She fucking made it out of Russia, fucking hooked up with rich white dude, lets, lets him pump a few loads into her and, and fucking call it a day. And uh, now she's supposed to feel sorry for like a bunch of uh, Mexicans and everything like that. And I don't think she could. She goes, I, I, I don't I don't think she does care. So maybe she did wear that jacket. Like, fuck these clowns. That's probably why she did do it. I don't know. In any respect, though, it's all malice. I'm going to bottom line that shit. Blanket statement, it's all malice. There was no good in wearing that jacket. None at all. You did that for nefarious reasons. It's either her, him, or a cabal. Nothing else. It wasn't a mistake. She didn't just wear that jacket by accident. She did it because she didn't give a shit. She really did it. Or um, Trump told her to do it, and through that, she really didn't give a shit. I mean, she's in a position of power right now, and she doesn't know it. She just she could do whatever she wants. She could divorce them, say whatever, but she doesn't. She sticks with them. So there's something to that. Maybe she does love him, but she can't fear him. Unless there's more to the picture than we know. Maybe there is something where she can get sold or killed or some shit like that, right? I don't know. Maybe he's built up some kind of fear in her. And maybe she did it because of him. Uh, or there's a cabal of people that just came up together and said, this is what we're going to do. Why are we going to do it? I don't know. 
pissing people off. Make us make a mistake. That's that's something. I mean, maybe you want to make a bunch of people make mistakes by pissing them off and they start doing things, radicalizing the right even more. Hmm. That's probably it. Yeah. Because the left does some stupid things and it's always an opposition of something the right does. So what's, what, what I've seen and noticed in this era of time in the last like five years is you see a, a strike like, this we, I really don't care do you jacket you know as you're about to see some kids in cages and that makes the left get all fucking pissed off and shit and say some stupid shit and then off of that you as the Republican can say oh yeah blah 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 like the hashtag me too is 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 a good cause it's noble it's a bit extreme it's it's making villains out of men you know and then what do the right do? They go create hashtag him too. That's just going to put gasoline on the fire. I mean, you got actual people who are actually fucking like being raped and shit. <laughs> like that's a lot of people. I mean, that that's more prevalent than people being falsely accused. <sighs> but that's the way it is. So it's like there's a like a cat and mouse game. What we need to do, all right, people, here, this is what we need to do. Let's call this Kevin's Wisdom. K-Dog Wisdom. This is what we need to do. Oh, I just came up with a new segment. <laughs> K-Dog Wisdom. <laughs> Check it. We need to get rid of this whole right versus left. The fact that we have these two positions is terrible because it's become a chess game. And... If you have the right kind of people, they can play this kind of chess game. You know, I'm going to make you wear this jacket so that pisses off the left and make them make a mistake and so on and so forth. And someone could seize power that way. That's why we need more parties. Like, we need to split the right up and we need to spit, split the left up to radical right to right to radical left to left or something like that. Have four parties, if anything. Because you've got a thing in which I believe in abortion or I don't believe in abortion. So say I believe in abortion. I fucked this up several times on my podcast. So say I believe on about abortion. That means I'm a Democrat, right? But I'm pro-gun, which is a Republican belief. So what the fuck? You know? Or vice versa. Or hashtag me too. Usually a Democratic view. But then you, I agree with hashtag him too as well. What does that make me? So, I mean, they need to separate this right and versus left. And if I think you had four players on the table as opposed to two, you would have more. You know, more. It'd be harder to manipulate with more parties. You wouldn't get the majority as you want, the majority of people. But at least it'd be different. Because I don't, do I, do you feel, do you, the listener, feel that shit's getting done with this two-party system? I know you can introduce a third party and libertarian, futurist, whatever the fuck, you do that. But, hey, brass tacks, there's only a right and left. Those other parties don't really matter. What's his name? Gary Johnson? He got 2% of the votes. The fuck? (laughs) You know? Um... I voted for Gary Johnson, just saying. I didn't want Hillary, didn't want Trump. I'm in California, so I automatically I'm going to vote for Hillary, right? Because I'm in a blue state. My vote really doesn't matter. So my vote had to be for a stance. Gary Johnson's about weed. I want pro-weed. Let's go. 
you know, and I'll do it again and again and again. Maybe one day my vote will matter. But as of now, my vote doesn't matter because I live in California. <sighs> hmm. Anyways, that's it for news and Kevin's wisdom. <laughs> Riff section. Riff section. The sections of Riff. All right, let's see here. What we got going on here? I've been watching uh, Better Call Sal. Uh, that's a pretty good show. I resonate with the main character. It seems, but like, it's weird because he's he's really good at being bad, like doing bad things, which is unrealistic. But I do resonate with the philosophy of the character, you know, do whatever you can for the people around you. And you can also see that it also ultimately fails, you know, when you try to cut corners and shit, you know, ultimately you get snapped up. But, I, and I liken it to life. Life is kind of like that, ebbs and flows, you know, sometimes you're doing good, sometimes you're doing bad. And um, everything has a consequence. You know, and Sal, man, is about a lawyer who turns out to be uh, a bad dude. Like he uh, used to steal back in the day and everything. And then he became a lawyer and his brother's a lawyer who's like way better than him. And um, it's usually like the the series cracks down to uh, Jimmy. That's his name, not Sal. Jimmy goes in, does something and to try to get more fame or try to cut a corner he'll do some illegal thing right or something shady in the gray and then out of that spills out problems and uh, it just goes in and out and then he, he's uh he's the, the problem is he he can't figure out uh one way or the other what he is because he does these bad things and because he feels guilty for it, he does, he throws himself out there and he gets caught up in some shit because he felt guilty. But if he, if he felt guilty, he shouldn't have done it to begin with, but he just can't help it. His brother calls him out. His brother's like super good. And um, I thought they were going to do a story arc in the way of through trying to do good, he does bad, you know, that kind of thing. Like he acts and inadvertently acts like Jimmy. They, but they don't go that direction. And then they introduced other characters. Like there's this cop who's retired. And you get to see the ins and outs of how he does shit. Which is pretty cool. And um, they got this one girl in the show. And man, man fucking A. She's unfucking real Just unreal that she loves this guy this much. It's 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 unreal. Okay, so let me set, set up a scene for you. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the show. You should watch it. But spoiler alert. You got this part where um, the these guys do something bad to Jimmy, her lover, and um, it's not bad in a way. It's more of a it's a fucked up thing, you know. Uh, I don't want to ruin it too much, but it was like I, I guess I should ruin it. It's to tell him they, this one guy told. Jimmy that his brother died in a suicide so he could feel better and um, then told him hey you can just rifle through the stuff of your dead brother's shit just because you want it now I have to say a lot of the shit that he did was pretty fucked up but I, I don't think he meant any malice behind it the, the, the guy the 
I guess lawyer friend. If this doesn't make sense to you, it's okay. What matters is you understand the context. This dude, to no fault of his own, he, he does these fucked up things to this main character. And then this chick who sees through all that, she goes, what the fuck? You gotta do this? And she fucking just explodes on him. And she's been pretty reserved up to this point. Um, it makes me think, did she take acting classes or something? Because for the first two season seasons, she was pretty laid back. You know? But that third season comes out, or fourth season, and she fucking just rips into that guy. And she rips in on him. Because she, she's mad about her friend dying. She's mad that... That this hurt Jimmy so much that he's not reacting right. And, um, man, dude, I just, and it's something that's like, it's not a visible thing. It's not like the guy went up and punched him or, it wasn't simple as that. It was like subtext, you know, hey, do this and it's fucked up. It's like you really had to be smart to see that. Like, I don't think a normal person would have been able to see that situation for what it was. Because from my point of view, and I'm pretty dumb, I was like, oh yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Go through your dead brother's stuff to see if there's any mementos. And I mean, if you thought he killed himself, I guess that's okay to let let the brother know. So I don't know, man. It just... It just, it just like, like I couldn't see it that way. But when she said it, I was like, "Fuck yeah, that guy is wrong for doing all that shit." And um, he he knew it too, and he started crying. But I thought that was awesome. That was a well made scene. That girl rocked it. And fuck, man, dude, I I know these characters don't get together at the end of it because I, I don't think they're in Breaking Bad at all. I, I I'm not too sure. Um, but then again, I could Google Google it, but I'm, I won't. And why am I riffing about this? Well, I love this show. I resonate with the main character. I get the whole like, concept of trying to do right. And um, some people work hard and get fucked in the end. Because that happens. Like his um, dad and his mom, they have this uh, store. But because they're super nice, um, they get fucked over and they can't... Oh, they can't keep the store because they're trying. They're always helping people out. Like guy goes, "Yeah, my uh, kid's dying. I need money." They would hand out money, and um, and Jimmy would always try to like stop them. He'd be like, "Hey, man, they're tr- they're ripping you off," and um, they they no, they're not. And they would be super nice about that shit. And they'd be working their asses off just so they get fucked in the end. I don't know if that's a lesson. I don't know, but it just it, you can see that in real life. One one cool line was uh, this guy ripped off his dad. Says to Jimmy when he's a kid, "In this world, there are two types of people: wolves and sheep." That's actually not correct. I think people are more nuanced than that, but it is true. You know, you got people that like seize the moment, and other people who just kind of go with the moment. And I have to say. Um, Jimmy is that guy, man. He's he's like seizes the moment, you know. He tries to, it fucks him in the end, but at least he tried. He is a bit of an antagonist in a way, but he's the protagonist. He's the first protagonist, not the first, but he's a protagonist in which he's effectively making change. You know, antagonist just means a change to the world or something like that. You know, I mean, it means a change, and um, 
that's what he's doing. He's like every time he does something, he tries to change what's going down. It just doesn't work. And I, I like that format. You know, that's pretty cool. He, he, he really is like a, a guy I could relate to. Because I see that in life. Everywhere I've worked, I've always noticed that you got the hard worker and they got fucked. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. When I was in the Navy, I went, oh, here we go again with the Navy stories. What's well, a podcast for me? So fuck you. <laughs> so no. <laughs> but I was in the Navy, man. I'd be working these long ass hours, right? And it seemed to be that if you knew things, you'd be wanted more. You'd be needed more. You had to do stuff. So you'd stay late. Then you had the other people. They didn't do anything. They didn't know anything, and they were incompetent. Uh, I'm trying to think. Were they incompetent? Yeah, they were incompetent. And um, they got to leave early. You know, they would leave. And what do I mean by that? So, I mean, you got 24 hours of the day, and you've been working for 24 hours. The other guys, they left 12 hours ago. They could do whatever they want because they're not needed for any kind of task. And there'd be constant times where some shit goes down where you had to be there forever. And then if you were incompetent or not needed, you'd just be out. And uh, meanwhile, you're working your hardest and then you just get fucked. You know, what what good is it to do the right thing? You know, to know what you need to know and do all that shit, right? And I am not Jimmy (laughs) at that time. I'd be working my ass off. And then these guys, these idiots, who eventually got kicked out of the military, they uh, they, they had the best time ever, man. They got to leave and because they're useless. They, there's nothing for them to do. You know, you can only make a guy clean for so long. That's what we would do. But, you know, we're our fucking 18 and shit. I'm like, the fucking place, what the fuck are they cleaning? They're really not going to clean that long. No one cleans for 18 hours straight. They kind of just pretend. And uh, they would, uh, you know, leave, you know. We make the same amount of money because, you know, Navy is communism, you know. And that's life, man. I mean, that, if that doesn't tell you what life is, nothing will. I mean, it took me a while to learn that lesson. But you'll see people that, um, man, they'll work their fucking asses off. And then you give cupcakes to the boss. Oh, and I was an electrician. We had a guy. We had two two types of people. We had this guy named I don't know how to say his name, but he was work, he fucking worked his ass off. And then you had a uh, other guy, and he just uh, gave the boss cupcakes. You know, <laughs> and, and he became like higher up. I mean that that really happened. <laughs> That's not fake. And you, if you take a step back and look around the people around you when you're working, there's got to be that one person who's not really working that hard, but they're gonna get paid no matter what. You know, and you're working your ass off, and you may not like that other person, but hey, who's taking that time off? Who's who's not being worked as much? <sighs> I used to work for this one company, and um, there would be no matter what you did, no matter how hard you work, you're always going to get an average review. It's almost comical to see it. You had a hundred points. <laughs> and uh, you needed to say 90 to get the high review, right? But for some reason, you always scored like, like when you first start, you, you score like a 72 or 73. And, we'll, and you're like, how, how do you justify that? So they break up the sections of, it's, it's, it's nefarious in a way, that there's sections of grading a person, you know, tardiness, you know, uh, discipline, redundant things like communications patient services shit like that 
And you got enough spaces where you can take two points here. So you're above average, you know, but you, you're missing two points. So there's like, like out of 100 points, you got like things that have 10, or 8 here. And you could shave points off depending on what section to meet that criteria of giving you an average score all the time. Because if they give you a higher score, they have to pay you more. So it would be best behoove of them to always get you in that uh, low average, no matter what you did. And um, the first year I was there, I was thinking, man, I got this shit. Yeah. Fucking, I'll work my ass off. I was in the Navy. I got this shit. And I'm working my ass off and fucking putting in the hours, doing all these things. You get an average. I'm like, fuck. Guess I'll work harder. So I do. I take up more tasks. I do more things. Volunteer for all this shit. And no matter what, my review, although seems pretty badass because it was like above average, it still scored a little bit higher. Then eventually I got to the highest, and then some changes happened, and now I'm back down to, to a low level again, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong here? And then I, it, it dawned on me that this is the way it was. I mean, you work your ass off, it doesn't matter. Because they're always going to rate you the same way. They don't give a fuck. They just have to make a quota. You know, they can only give you a high score in certain instances. You know, so they always have to drop you down. So it's a farce. Your whole review process is a farce. You know, because they don't want to pay you that much. They want to pay you the average amount. You know, they have to give you a raise, right? I don't even think they have to. But that's it's a clever way of trying to keep the stupid working hard. You know, give them something to work to because you can just baby step them up. Oh, see, so you improved here, here, and here, you know. And um, you get the other people, right? And they're working their asses off. They're busting their asses. They're going to get average too. Now, here's the deal. You're going to get average no matter what. So why are you going to work hard? Because it's the right thing. To no, that's stupid. That's a stupid thing to do. So you should... If you imply the philosophy of stoicism, you're, you're good. Just be stoic. Just like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll just do this. You don't have to run. You don't have to do anything. You just work at a normal pace. Because why, why work better when you're going to get an average score? I mean, what fucking sense does that make? And uh, it's, not any, it's, it's not just that one company. In fact, I took a track record of my other companies, and it was the same fucking thing. It just didn't matter. Like, it just depends on the company, right? Well, I trans I transverse, like, three different fields of, like, careers, and it's the same fucking thing, you know? You just got to get lucky. Like, my wife, she makes a lot, and um, she had one job, and it was, like, fucking awesome on top of awesome on top of awesome. Every time something happened, it would be great. And then um, they had a, a company shift, and she they couldn't they couldn't like pay for her anymore or some shit like that. So, but ever since then, she's been chasing that kind of job, you know. But those jobs aren't a dime a dozen. I think more often than not, most jobs are average. They'll pay you average. Not even that below average, of course. But like when you get rated, 
they'll say, oh, yeah, you're doing pretty good, man. Just keep working hard, <laughs> and then we're going to get you up there. And then maybe after five years, you'll get, like, the high rating, and they'll knock you back down or some stupid shit like that. You know? <laughs> but that's life. I remember I'm, I'm sitting down with my coworker, and I'm seeing her busting her ass, crying and shit, like, stressing. And I'm like, why are you working hard? What's the fucking point? You're going to get an average score. And you're like, no, if I work hard, I'll get this and that. I'm like, no, no, you won't trust me like it's an ego thing too just the just the it irritated me i was like just the thought that you think you could work harder than me makes me irritated that you think you could do that you don't hold the candle in the wind to me but it doesn't matter though i already know even if you were 10 times better than me you'd still get average lo and behold average so my <laughs> shit dude it seemed to be you're always getting the average fucking thing and so you had two types of people wolves and sheep the sheep keeps trying to work his ass off hard you know but the wolf doesn't Wolf chills the fuck out. Doesn't work so hard. Because what's the fucking point, people? If you're going to work your ass off. And that's why I relate to Sal, man. I mean, or Jimmy, as it were. I mean, like, uh, you got people working their ass off. And then some guy gives a cupcake, you know? You'd be working your ass off, knowing everything. And you could just be a girl. <laughs> I'm just saying that because I was an electrician. This one fucking lady didn't know jack shit. And... <laughs> And this other guy do a lot of shit, man. He could teach a course. And he said something that disagreed with the other lady, and he was right. I mean, you could just pull out the specs and everything, and everyone sided with the girl. Because, like, you had, like, a mostly guy field, you know. So it's usually you want to, you know, I don't know why, but somehow a girl in, an, in a man field, like electrician or something like that, becomes an alpha. It's the weirdest thing. I started, I started seeing it in the early 2000s. It was a weird thing. Every time a female jumped into a, a highly male dense population you know of like of not not like a higher up job like like a chemist or something like that i think like a mechanical job or construction or maybe firefighter or something like that they have an alpha position where you can't fuck with that shit at all you even say anything man you get a sexual harassment lawsuit against you Ugh, that sounds very misogynistic but those are from my views you know i mean i've seen it i've, I've seen the alpha chick come out and say some shit totally wrong and fucking everyone just went with it because they're sheep meanwhile you had that wolf guy working his ass off but he's a fucking sheep he didn't know it because he said some shit and then all of a sudden everyone hated his guts <laughs> i was like wow fuck and then like she you could do that thing with control where you could just say, oh, yeah, you're being mean or I don't like your tone or whatever. No matter how a guy talks to a girl, she can always use these controlling factors and, and verbiage, your microaggressions, your your tone or your this, your that, as opposed to just having the conversation to have the conversation. Actually, I'm reading a book about like uh, how to influence people and uh, to talk to people basically and it it comes down to people aren't logical and that's the thing you think people are logical but they're not if they were you probably wouldn't have the conversation that you were having that was in dispute cuz logic would would have prevailed <laughs> it's something so simple that you didn't even notice you know like obviously if i say 1 plus 1 is 2 and the other person saying uh, 2 equals 1 plus 1 we're having the same conversation. We should both, by by logic, 
get the same thing. But no, people aren't working that way. One plus one is two. The other guy says two equals one plus one. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. In actuality, they're both right. They just don't know it. There's just an ego thing. You know, I, I just I just think that that's where people are at. Like, I at one time thought if you really was logical, like if you can argue your point in a way, no matter what, the truth would prevail. That is not true at all. You can literally say to someone, the sky is blue, and if they don't fucking believe it, you are not convincing them. Because they should have already looked up at the sky and known. But you get caught up in these conversations where you're trying to correct them. Sometimes it's unavoidable. Someone tells you, jump off a fucking cliff, and you're like, I wouldn't like that. I would die. Well, I'm your boss. I told you to jump off this fucking cliff. Yeah, but if I do, I'll die. And so, I mean, I don't even know why we're having this conversation. And in the book, they're trying to teach you how to talk to another person in a way in which you identify what they're talking about. And then uh, try to agree with some aspects and then uh, try to find common ground, which is very hard to do in practice. More to come as I read that book. But that's some good writing that uh, Better Call Sal. Like you see a lot of life in that in that thing. and it, It's pretty cool. Characters that are kind of relatable and, you know, not too stupid. So check it out. So here, here's bad writing. I watched this other show, Iron Fist. And um, for the most part, some of the writing's okay. But uh, this was one girl who was best friends with main character and helps him out tremendously. Does all this shit. She's a goody good two shoes. Spoiler alert, she finds out her dad's alive and he's an evil prick. She And she's super smart. They premise it with she's smart too. See, you've got some real conflicting things going on here. You made a character smart. You're fucked. See, now if she does something stupid, it won't make sense. You know, like, unless it was a mistake. She doesn't make mistakes. She just does calculated stupidity. And it doesn't make sense because she's smart. So she knows that her dad's alive. And so she's fucking, so he dies, right? Her dad. And she knows he's evil. She knows all the fucking bad shit that went down. And she hates her brother, and she hates the Iron Fist. The Iron Fist knew that he was alive, so did her brother. But they were scared of him, and that's why, you know, shit happened the way it did. So they're, um, so she just fucking holds it against them. And then just, so why is she super smart? I, I didn't get it. Why, make her dumb if you're going to go that direction. But no, she's super smart. And, I mean, you want to say, like make illogical creatures that's cool but it has to make sense <laughs> i mean come on so she's super smart she knew her dad was an evil prick who killed a bunch of people and uh homeboy was like protecting her protecting yeah her brother was protecting her from him and he even says it and she still doesn't believe him so it doesn't make sense so they made another character named davos now it made sense that he was fucking evil see davos and the iron fist are working together as kids to grow up to become the iron fist they have to fight each other danny wins henceforth jealousy here you got this white guy from another world coming into my town taking my power and making it his own and he doesn't even know how to use it my whole city dies (coughs) 
and he has an iron fist, fuck him. I'm, I'm going to fucking kill him and ru- ruin his world or whatever the fuck, right? So he's a bad guy, and that makes sense. That makes sense. Her, not so much. She just hates him because they lied to her about some evil prick. She knows everything about the situation, yet she fucking hates him. And that's just bad writing. Now, I was going to make a connection to this, to the Breaking Bad thing. Uh, so you got this in, in, Breaking, in Breaking Bad. In Better Call Sal, you got in Season 2, Episode 9. They got the female that loves a guy. I, I don't know her name. Is it Wexler? Her name is Wexler, something Wexler. And uh, she's super smart, right? So um, her one of her mentors says that that the brother, that Jim, the guy she loves, Jimmy, Jimmy forged some kind of a thing and, you know, and that, that he's a bad guy, blah, blah, blah. Then she does this thing where she's like, so remember, she's smart. She she knows this guy. She knows Jimmy, but she protects him. And she goes, fuck you, and da-da-da-da. You don't have proof, da-da-da. She gets all fucking rowdy, right? And I'm like, oh, man, they fucked up because she's smart. What the fuck? Why would she believe Jimmy? It makes her like such a vapid character, you know, like, oh, yeah, you didn't know what you were doing? What the fuck? Now she's just like a an abused woman kind of because she's just letting this guy get away with shit. As soon as they get in the car after that scene, after the scene where she defends her man, she starts hitting him because she fucking knows he <laughs> he did do it. She just defended him because she loves him. And uh, she might get in trouble too. The only, that's the only reason why she defended him. So she fucking hits him. Like, Don't you ever do that shit again? You know that kind of thing. That's fucking awesome, dude. That's a ride or die kind of lady. I have to say, man. It's like she's like, it's like I'll ride and die with you. You know, like this guy is a fucking piece of shit, man. That Jimmy, man, he he's fucking up, man. Every time he does do right, he fucks it up even more. And he knows it, too. And then she just fucking rides with this guy, you know. His only redeeming quality is he's a good guy, you know. He just keeps doing bad. He's like a drug. <laughs> Makes you feel good, but it's real bad for you. Uh, see, in that instance, you know, they cast out a smart female. She does smart things. She's smart. And they they subvert your fucking expectations. It makes it look like she's like, oh yeah, she's simpleton and everything like that. Just like Iron Fist, I'm like, oh what the fuck? Why is she like defending this guy all of a sudden? But no, not really. You know, it's because of love and she don't want to get in trouble either. And she just calculated that this was the right move. So I thought that was pretty good. Iron Fist, not so much. So your evil father, you find out is alive. You find out he's been beating the shit out of everybody and killing people. Is alive. He dies, and now you're sad because your life is ruined. I I know you live in a mansion and everything, and you're still super rich, but your life is fucking ruined. You fucking idiot. That's stupid. That's stupid writing. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Better call Sal. Let's talk about Venom. I watched Venom. I was a. Uh, um, I'm gonna say it was a shitty movie. A lot of people think that movie was good, but I can't. I can't get behind that one. I thought that movie was terrible. It had a. It had Tom Hardy as the main character, and he becomes Venom. And Venom sound like if two kids got together and learned how to curse, because Venom would curse and shit, and he would say shit like 
you're a punk. You're a pussy. He says shit like that. You're a bitch. You wouldn't do that. Fuck you. I'm going to eat you and things like that. He would say some stupid shit. And I was like, oh, man, I wish the thing wouldn't talk. You know, and it actually literally comes off of him to talk to him with its head. I can't just talk to him in his head. Why is it got to form a face? I'm doing a face to face thing. The villain is terrible. Like, what does the antagonist do? He's just trying to make evil science. He's trying to make a symbiote uh, do things. And, uh, well, I, I guess he's trying to get power off of this thing. I don't know. What the fuck? Then he just joins together with this other symbiote. And th- that's the thing. You know, <laughs> that's what it is. And it's they fight without the out- outfit. I don't know, man. This guy's just evil for no reason. I don't like characters like that. Evil for no reason. You got to relate to the e- the, the the bad guy in a way and make him relatable or make him like a real character it just doesn't make sense for him to just be a super alpha asshole other than that the movie was pretty pretty terrible um the villain you didn't care about the main character i didn't care about too much it didn't i felt like there was no stakes in the game for the character there was a, some random action scenes it just seemed like a generic action movie Hmm. They had a female uh, in there, and then the venom got on her, and then kissed him. And that was weird. Um, this it was just weird. It was a weird movie. Like, yeah, what they should have did was um, do the spider-man movie where he gets the venom suit <laughs> they should have went that direction no but like i mean they, maybe they could have made this movie work if they had made a better villain that always seems to work if you have a really good villain usually people like your movie usually not all the time but usually um and it was weird violent i mean it could have been more violent I wish it was more violent. Tearing legs off. Didn't he didn't eat enough people? I see I've seen that. Uh I mean once again, Venom talking. Badly done. Someone should have wrote the lines better for Venom talking. His lines were terrible. The main guy, his lines were terrible. It was a terribly written movie. All in all, I rate this movie uh two out of ten. Ten being the best two being really close to one which is the worst and uh, like i said you got to make these characters relatable Uh, that would make the movie better the cool thing about antagonists if you really want a good story you got to make the bad guy think that he's not a bad guy he's just making a series of choices that just so happen to be shitty you know that's what you want you don't want a guy making shitty choices and he's just doing it just to do it (laughs) I want power. That's so weak. A good bad guy, he's changing everything, you know. He's trying to do shit. He's trying to get shit done. He's trying to save the world or some shit, but he just happens to kill children or some shit like that, you know, to get their blood or whatever. And that makes a good bad guy. It makes a good, good good guy. I think a relatable character who who seemed to be, no matter what he gets his hands on, just can't make it work. I think that's a good guy, but he's trying because that represents most people. I think you you grow up in this fucking world and you're just trying to make it on your own and it's just too hard. You know, it's all about a bunch of series of failures and how you overcome these failures. That's how, that's how you progress through life. You know, 
depending, you know, it's not about successes and then how you overcome success. That doesn't make sense. It's about failure and how you overcome it. Cause that's all it is. If your life is just successful all the time. Uh, I mean, I, that's unreal. I don't think anyone knows that. Even people who are successful probably see problems in their life without even knowing it. You know, they fail in other parts. Like I know doctors, right? They make a lot of money. <laughs> Their job's pretty easy. They tell people what to do. Even when they make wrong decisions, it's, it doesn't matter, you know. We keep moving forward, you know, because they're always right. And um, should we dealt with some doctors? Yeah, fucking, you tell them, hey, we're worried about a, a DVT. You know, that's a, like a blood clot because we have one on the right side. What about the left side? Okay, we'll talk about the cyst. What? What cyst? What the fuck? We didn't even say anything about a cyst. Blood clot. We have a blood clot. Let's look for a blood clot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'll, we'll do that. And then you're looking for a cyst. So, I mean, and then doctor will just keep talking as if they're right. You know, <laughs> fucking the egos of these sons of bitches is amazing. But their lives are terrible. Like most of them are having terrible lives. They don't even know it. They're just constantly alone, you know, doing what they need to do to get by, making money. And for what? So they could go on a vacation, you know, <laughs> like, so they go on a vacation to go to some other fucking part of the country or world and guess what? They come back and they're doing the same exact thing. People, I, I think most, most poor people or the average folk, they work hard and they get their vacation. They go back to their lives, but they're generally happy while doing it. Most of these doctors, I don't see it happy. They get in their fucking cars that are super expensive and. All that shit. And they got these big fucking houses. But they're always like looking depressed. And that's just my opinion. I mean maybe they, they hide it in the facade of being happy and smiley and shit like that. But I think the average person's not always happy, not always smiling. They're always like depressed. <laughs> or not depressed but like variations of a human being. You know, happy, sad, things like that. But it, all the time, man, you see these doctors, man, they're always acting happy 90% of the time. And, like, I get it when they're doing it from the patients, but because if, if you find yourself faking, your, faking who you are 90% of the time, it becomes you. Just like the smiling. Just read a book. If you smile, it's, this is recorded. If you smile every day for 10 minutes or some bullshit like that, you will eventually be happy because, you know, you're, you're acting it. You become it. <laughs> That's the thing. And it doesn't happen to everybody, I'm pretty sure, but that's a thing. That's that's a statistical thing. You smile enough, you'll end up being happy. It works with all things. If you're angry all the time, you're going to be angry all the time. And if you're faking who you are 90% of the time, guess what, champ? You can be a fake person. <laughs> you can't help it. I can tell the difference between a fake person and a real person when they're talking. Like you're, hey, guys, hey, man, the weather's all great. Oh, yeah, hey, hey, look at that. Wham, wham, wham. Let me, let me put my finger at you with like the, the gun, gun finger, thumbs up, seven up, you know. Yeah, man, I like food. Yeah. You ever been to Fiji? Whoa, yeah. You know. You got that persona, right, in front of the patient. And I get it. And I get it. You're trying to, you know, put the bendies. But then, but then you see that shit behind the scenes, behind the curtain. They'd be talking, hey, man, do you see that famous sports game called uh, Ball of the Foot or, you know, with the A.J. Jackson and Jackson Jackson and A.J. or whatever the fuck? And you're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you even normal? <laughs> It's it's just a weird thing, man. You hear some of these doctors, man. They be talking like as if, like, 
as if they're trying to relate to you in some weird way. But how? Do, I don't know. I don't know how it works, but it's so fake. Like I, this one lady, she goes, she goes, smiles, ah, bye bye. <laughs> she did that to one of a coworker, and I'm like, that's the that's the fake bye bye. You know? Ah, well, it's hard to explain, but yeah. If you find yourself being fake, know this. You're going to end up being fake. You know, I used to say on the phone, you know, hey, have a good day, have a good day. And then I was like, um, usually for my wife, though, I'd be like, uh, love you or my friends on my letter, fool, you know, something like that. But if I say, have a good day, you know, <laughs> oh, shit, it jumps in, you know, I just good day you. <laughs> that happens, though. I can see that. You just got to watch out for being fake. You end up becoming the thing that you are faking you know that's why if you go to fake fake being awesome that way you can just be awesome you know be the better you fake being the person you want to be tomorrow today and then you could be that person say you know what i'm gonna do those eight minute abs today <laughs> instead of tomorrow which i'm doing today meaning i'm not gonna do the eight minute abs i'm fucking lazy as fuck so as always be the better you than you were yesterday and stay frosty. Hey, the devil and the devil is